Welcome to Transformed by the Word, a podcast about discovering how to live your life with gratifying purpose. God created you for a reason, and the Bible contains the keys to unlock your transformed life. Now, here's your host, Deborah Barr. Thanks for joining me for episode 19 of Transformed by the Word. Today, we are revisiting the topic of praise as a weapon with part two of the message from episode 14. On February 2nd, the first episode aired, but what the listeners didn't know at that time was that that episode was actually recorded in late December. And my guest for the show was Clarice Otley. Just hours after we recorded that episode, she experienced a devastating health emergency. After proclaiming the power of God to fight our battles through praise. Today, Clarice is coming back to tell the story of what happened on that evening. Now, if you didn't listen to episode 14, I encourage you to stop this one Go back and listen before returning to this message. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. Clarice, I am so glad that you're able to join me again today for more reasons than one, to be sure. Well, I'm glad to be here, Deb, and uh, for more reasons than one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the last time we recorded a podcast episode together, neither one of us could have even remotely imagined what would have happened to you that later that same day. Uh, Would you share with our listening audience? a little bit about what happened that evening after we discussed the power of using our praise as a weapon? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I hope your readers uh, or your listeners can understand me um, because I don't have my speech all together yet, but uh, I went uh, out with um, the intent to do some shopping and some some meandering around and i uh, had a stroke mm. wow yeah that's crazy um you know uh, i got a call from one of our dear friends that night and what really stuck out to me was the fact that we had recorded that podcast episode earlier that day, just about the power of praise as a weapon and how God goes before us in our praise. We could have never imagined what would have happened that night. No, no, I had no idea. I had no warning. 
I had no symptoms and I was in a joyful mood. I was singing praises. I was helping a man who at the spread store hadn't had a chance to to uh, take off his coat even. He said they had been so busy that uh, they hadn't had food. And I and I know, I, I remember telling him, I said, oh, I'll get you some food. You don't have to worry about it. Um, I'll, I'll take care of it. And he insisted that I not, and I insisted that I do. And you know me, I kind of win. And uh, <laughs> and so I I went next door to Lido's Pizza and uh, I ordered him, uh, you know, his food that he had requested and waited for it and uh, then took it back to him. Yeah. And I understand he was working on your cell phone because there was something wrong with it. And then you decided to go over to the dollar store, was it? Yeah. Yeah. I just was wasting some time. He said it was going to take about 30 minutes. And then when I took him his food, he said, no, it's going to be longer than 30 minutes. And I said, no problem. I'll just go to the, to a dollar store and, uh, and uh, do something uh, that I wanted to do, uh, which was to get some of the Lysol spray. You know, everybody's about Lysol and everything down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, I'd go get some of the Lysol and spray and it was no problem. I could, I could uh, wait in my car or do something else. And he said, well, he thought it would be finished in about an hour. So I, I did. I went to the dollar store uh, and what uh, little they had little cans. It was very very small cans of <laughs> Lysol spray, and and I looked at the can and I said, "Well, I'll get twelve of them. Maybe they'll make maybe they'll make <laughs> two of a whole." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I was at the register, and I was paying for my. Uh, I was going to pay for the uh, cans of spray, and I remember I. I inserted my debit card and uh, it didn't actually make the insert, it fail. And uh, I reached to pick it up and he said, oh, I'll pick it up for you. And I said, no, it's not necessary, I, I can reach it. And I leaned over and I thought to myself as I leaned over, I said, boy, I feel dizzy. And uh, speaking to myself only, and uh, I reached further and I said, boy, I'm not going to come out of this. And wow. then, then he said, are you all right? And I said to myself, boy, I'm going to hit the floor. I'm going down. And I did. And what seemed to have happened to me is a blur in a sense, because there was a lady in the dollar store who said, I'm a nurse. And she uh, she said, quickly, get me a roll for her head. And she put my head on the roll and she said, call 911. I heard, I, I think I heard everything going on. Uh-huh. She said, get, get uh, 911. Uh, and she, someone called, I guess, and uh, she was rubbing on my chest. And I was thinking to myself, why is she rubbing on my chest? 
Hmm. And uh, she said she doesn't have a heartbeat. And I said to myself, of course, I've got a heartbeat. I'm listening to you. And uh, she's rubbing my chest some more. And it's more like an irritant. It's becoming an irritant. And she said, her eyes are rolled back in her head. And I said to myself, no, they're not. (laughs) No, they're not. I wouldn't know that. And uh, she said, she kept calling my name. And she knew my name from the card that uh, I was going to use to pay for the items. Mm -hmm. And she called my name. She called my name. And, And then she said, I think she's coming too. And I said, I'm not coming too. I've never been out. (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, what in the world is wrong with this lady? And uh, she said, she said to me, uh, she said, Clarice, Clarice. And, and I didn't say anything out of my mouth. I tried to. And I said, okay, something's wrong. Something seriously wrong. I can't answer her. And she said, why don't you tell me who I can call? And she says, I've called EMT. And they're outside waiting. And uh, they rush in like a storm. These these guys, and, and it was a girl too. And uh, so I was able to whisper loud enough Jordan and she asked for his number and I gave it and she said okay Jordan and I've got his number and she tried calling him and he didn't answer right away Uh, I found out later but the uh, EMT folk they were doing things to me so fast they uh, they got me on their stretcher they took me out to the ambulance and uh I couldn't say, I wanted to say my phone. I wanted them to get my phone, <laughs> you get phone back. <laughs> you know, you, you, your phone is your lifeline. And I wanted them to get my phone. And I kept saying phone, 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 except it wasn't that loud. It, it was barely audible. And uh, the man ran inside of the dollar store and he said, ma'am, they don't have your phone. He said, we got to go. And I was thinking, what's the big rush? What's the big crush? I, I don't know. And uh, the, I was about five minutes from the hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got me in there and uh, got me situated. And they were trying to get my clothes off. And I couldn't do anything to help them. I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. And I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what. Wow. And uh, but there was such a peace. Hmm. It, it, it's almost inexplainable. Hmm. The peace that I had in the Dollar Tree, the peace that I had in the ambulance, the peace that I had in the emergency room. It was as if God had blanketed me with himself. Wow. That's what it felt like. I want to play a short clip from our first episode where you were talking about how 
praise is something that we do all day, every day, and that we don't have to try to get a praise, that we don't have to try to muster up a praise, and that sometimes we don't even have the ability to pray. And that night you could do anything. Um, So let's listen to this short clip from our first episode. Remember that praise goes before your battle. Mm. And we all will have battles. But if we can praise before the battle even hits, that means you continue to praise. Praise is something you do all day, every day. So then when the battle comes, you don't have to try and get a praise. You don't have to try and muster up a praise. There are times when you, when you may not be able to pray, as I've experienced that as well. But praise somehow seems to come forward from the belly that when prayer may not be able to come from your lips, that praise can go forward. So I would say to them to remember to praise God before you battle and to also rely upon God's word, especially in Ephesians uh, chapter six, it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. That was a powerful statement that you made the very day that you suffered your stroke. Can you share with us now uh, anything that you remember about that night, about your communication with God? I know that you you actually got life flighted from where you live to another hospital. Can you just share with us like how how you knew that God was with you at that time? Well, that flight was something else. I had never been on a helicopter. And uh, they took me out to that helicopter and that same piece followed me to that helicopter. Yeah, I know you're afraid of flying. So yes. That probably wasn't very comfortable for you. <laughs> I, was, I was afraid of flying, but I wasn't afraid of flying in the helicopter or flying anywhere, you know, in any aircraft. It was as if God was letting me know that everything is all right, that everything is going to be all right, and that I don't have to worry about anything. And I smiled. I remember smiling as they took me out. And the flight was very, very, it was a very small plane or aircraft. And I remember I opened my eyes and I could see the ceiling. And I thought, oh, this is this is really small, <laughs> but I'm okay. It's, it's small, but I'm okay. And the, they took me uh, to uh, Ruby Memorial Hospital, which normally is about a half an hour's flight time. And uh, I kept my eyes closed the whole time. And I was just at peace, I can't explain it. I just knew that whatever was going to happen to me, that God was with me, and it was all right. And uh, and it took an hour to get to Morgantown, and they apologized, and I thought no need to apologize. Uh, and they took me out, and they they rushed me into the um, the cardiac room, uh, they had to do a cardiac scan, uh, a catheter, uh, 
what is it called? CT scan. That's what it is. They had to do a CT scan on me. And before they did a, a procedure where they, they go inside of your femoral artery to go in to, to get this clot. And they wanted to make sure that that clot was still there. But at the, at the local hospital, there had been an order from them, the doctor in Morgantown, to give me a clot buster. And they did the clot buster, and, this, and then they took me off in the uh, aircraft. But when I got to Morgantown, they had put me in the operating room to get this clot. And then they said, we don't need to do that. And they just took me out of the operating room and into a waiting room. And I'm thinking, why don't they need to do it? And it confused me. I was confused. And uh, I couldn't talk. I couldn't get anybody's attention. And the nurse, and I waited for the nurse, and I motioned for her to come here. And she came and she had to put her ear to my lips, basically. And I, I said, why are they not doing the surgery? And she says, oh, you don't need it. She said, wow. the clot is burst into tiny little pieces and wow. we don't need to do anything. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, wow. I remember um, just when I got the call that night, I was so overwhelmed. And, and the first thing that I did was call other people that I know that love you and care about you. And we just began to intercede for you in prayer. And I don't even know where you were at that moment, if you were already on the way to Morgantown or what, when I got the call. Um, but I just, uh, would, I just know that God listened to our prayers. He heard our prayers and he interceded on your behalf. Oh, yes. I, I'm sure that you and how I don't know how many other people knew at the time, but I know that that God hears your prayer. The the prayers of a righteous man avail us much. Mm -hmm. And uh and in that time of prayer, as you interceded on my behalf, God met you right where you were in your prayer for me. And he heard you. And he listened to you. And I do believe that that the prayers is what changed that clot to a clot busted by yeah. the CPA. Yeah. And even looking back, I mean, my goodness, you had a nurse at Dollar General right there <laughs> that was able to attend to you right away. Uh, I mean, just so many things could have gone a different way that night. Oh my, it's, it's so surreal that I think back on it and all I can do is shake my head mm -hmm. and that I cannot believe what happened, the way it happened, when it happened and all of that. It was as if God orchestrated the plans for me to the 10th degree. Yeah. 
Yeah. One of the things that you taught me years ago in the Women Who Worship God is the power of praise. Um, I, I just remember, I have to tell the story uh, about one of the things that was such a blessing in my life. Um, you used to put out praise weapons, praise weapons, I say, <laughs> praise <laughs> instruments as weapons at the beginning of our class. And we mm. would we would praise the Lord at the beginning of each one of our classes with these with these instruments. And um, I just had this desire because I kept seeing other people have their own tambourine and I wanted one of my own. So I remember going to the store there in Shepherdstown, that little music store. And the thing is, I had in my mind the exact tambourine that I wanted. It was one of those kind of moon, half moon shape, white tambourines with a black handle. That's what was in my mind as the instrument that I wanted. But when I went to the store, I couldn't find one. I went to different music stores in the region, could not find the tambourine that I was looking for. So I kind of gave up on the whole thing, uh, the whole idea of getting one for myself. And then one Sunday morning when I was driving to church and I was getting ready uh, to go, I always would go in early and be there when you and the rest of the praise team were there rehearsing before service. And as I was driving down that little country road from my house to the church, I saw something out of the corner of my eye and I backed up my car. And wouldn't you know, the most amazing thing was a white tambourine, the exact one that I had in my mind's eye, hanging on a fence post of a cow field. A tambourine hanging on a fence post. Have you ever seen such a thing? I grabbed that thing. I raced to the church and I remember coming in like a crazy person, showing it to all of you. Um, and one of the things that you told me at that time when I brought that instrument in was that God loves, he loves it when we praise him. Mm -hmm. And my heart's desire was to praise him. So he gave me that miracle to let me know that he was pleased with my desire to praise him. And that tambourine is such a powerful witness and, and just a powerful thing in my life. Um, and I just, uh, <laughs> that was amazing. It was, Deb. I remember that story. I remember it very well, as if it were yesterday. And you were so excited. And I think that the, the really grandiose part about that, you, you didn't do much singing. Right. But you but it's pray. because it's not a good thing for other people. <laughs> <laughs> but you could beat that tamarine and you beat that tamarine and you beat it and you lifted up a instrument of your praise yes. to him. And he he inhabited your praise. He said he would inhabit your praise. Uh, he lives with your praise. Uh, and he is consumed by your praise when you do those things that honor him. Yeah, and it's such a powerful weapon against the enemy because he was created to praise God and he lost his position because of his rebellion. Now, we just recently celebrated Easter Sunday, commemorating the resurrection of Jesus Christ, how he died on the cross for our sins and he rose from the dead, conquering death and the grave. And I am reminded about how close you came to death that night, um, or even permanent injury, but how God, God Jesus saved you, uh, and he healed you. 
And as you've been recovering uh, and reflecting on the power of Jesus to keep you and to heal you, has is there any particular praise song that's come to your remembrance over and over? Well, it it's a song out of uh, Luke, uh, and it's put to the words of the scripture when he when the disciples ask Jesus to teach them how to pray, mm. and um, and it's it's a song that I have been reciting every morning since then. God has waken me up and given me this this song, which is my prayer to him. Mm. And uh, I'll sing a little bit for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, our Father, which art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Mm, Thank you so much. What a powerful praise. Thank you, Clarice, for being with us today and sharing your testimony. I know that it is an encouragement uh, to so many people the powerful witness of praise as a weapon in our arsenal of spiritual warfare weapons. Uh, Do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share with our listeners before I let you go? Well, I think it's more or less what I had said before, and it rings even truer now that I had the accident. And that is, knowing that the enemy wages war Hmm. against us and wages war for us, that it makes more sense to me to praise him all the time. Yes. Because we don't know when the enemy will strike. And therefore, I will say to everyone, Praise goes before the battle. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I'd like to pray a prayer of protection over you and then ask you to pray for our listeners. Okay. Father, I lift up Clarice to you today, and I pray that you bless her, that you cover her, that you hedge her up on every side. God, I thank you for sparing her life, and I thank you for this powerful witness of your power to save. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father, I am grateful, forever grateful, as I spend this time with my sister. I could not speak in December. I could not hardly utter a 
syllable to be audible. I could not raise my hand or wiggle my fingers. I could not wiggle my toes or raise my leg. And God, you did that. Mm. You get it did that so that I could bring glory and honor to your name. And God, you know that's my heart's desire is to bring glory and honor to your name. And I thank you that I am able to do that. I have not reached the fullness of your perfection, but I will praise you with everything mm. that I have in me. I will praise you when I awake. I will praise you when I am sleeping. I will praise you, Lord, when I talk. I will praise you, Lord, when I sing. I will praise you when I think of all the goodness that you have bestowed upon me, that I would be so worthy, Lord. You have counted me worthy to be called your children, your daughter, and daughter of the Most High God. And I am grateful, Lord. I am grateful. I ask, Lord, that you help those that listen to understand the significance of praise. Yes. They don't know when their battle will come, but the battles will come. Yes. And they will be ready by offering up a praise. It will not catch them off God if they can but praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. We just heard from Clarice Otley, the story about what happened to her the night that she and I recorded the first episode of Praise as a Weapon. Her life is a powerful testimony of the power of God to grant a person peace in the midst of trials and in the power of God for healing. She reminded us that we will all go through trials and tribulations in life. But we have a tool, a spiritual weapon called praise, that when we wield it in faith, it will produce results. In order to praise God, we first have to have faith, faith in Jesus Christ, God's one and only Son, who died so that we can have everlasting life. If you've never surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, you can do that right now. 
It is by faith that we believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And if you're ready to place your trust in the Lordship of Jesus and receive the forgiveness of your sins, would you pray this prayer with me right now? God, I confess that I am a sinner and I need Jesus in my life. I repent of my sins and I turn to you. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. He was buried and rose from the dead on the third day. I accept this by faith and invite Jesus to be Lord of my life, to reign and rule in my heart. Thank you, God, for forgiving me and saving me. Amen. If you just made that decision for Christ, we want to hear from you. Please visit my website at tbtwpodcast.com. That stands for Transformed by the Word Podcast, tbtwpodcast.com. Click the link and let me know about your decision for Christ so that I can encourage you and support you in your next steps. My prayer for you today is that you will remember to praise God. Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him in the noonday. Praise Him at night. With everything that you have within you, and He will fight your battles for you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May He make His face shine upon you and grant you His favor and His peace. Amen. Stay tuned for our next episode of Transformed by the Word, where we will discuss the Holy Spirit's power for personal healing. Thank you for listening to Transformed by the Word with your host, Deborah Barr. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play and connect with us at tbtwpodcast.com. Until next time, be blessed.